You're listening to Pop Culture Fanatics, a podcast for the crazy fan in you. going on everybody and welcome to another great edition of pop culture fanatics conversations for the fanatical fan inside of you i'm your boy val cisco as long with me always it's the creep crew the murder row over here murder inc themselves the irv gotti of the podcasting world jay rance how you doing i'm good brother i'm chilling what's going on with you guys how y'all doing <laughs> i'm doing fantastic and of course if we're gonna talk about murder inc we gotta talk about the job ja rule of the podcast right here <laughs> murder. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do it, man. <laughs> What's up, hey, Jake? Man, I'm do pretty one. good. Fucking Jay with his ferocious openings, just like, hi, everyone. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. <laughs> good day, everybody. Yeah. Well, you know me with my blandness. <laughs> and we are here because, number one, I took a week off, and that's my fault, guys. You know, mental health is a really big mm. thing, and I was just plain old out of my mind last week where i just needed everything to kind of stop for a second so i appreciate you guys giving me the time and whoever's listening to this as well too that one fan in the netherlands you know you're the real <laughs> right there so <laughs> wait not didn't, didn't you say he was uh, didn't jake say he was big in um the middle east Oh yes, Jake, you're 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 really big in like what Syria or whatnot, Oh shit, right? I don't even remember, man. Um, yeah, but it was some it was somewhere somewhere there. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we are an international bunch over here. International love all day. No Neo, no Chris Brown, no Pitbull no, over no, here. I, I, Just I'm us. The, the early two thousand hip hop R and B references from the job. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going. We're starting this off hard. <laughs> Um, and why we're all together? Well, we gave everybody a couple of days. Actually, we gave them a week trying to process a couple of things. And now we're here to talk about it. We're here to talk about two things specifically. We're going to do the first half on, of course, the Snyder Cut Justice League that came out last Thursday. And, of course, to end things on the podcast, we're going to be talking about Falcon and Winter One Soldier. Oh, oh, you're feeling it. You're feeling it. I'm still mourning. (laughs) We're going to get to it. We're going to get to it right here. But we're going to give DC some love because we haven't done that in a long time. And guys, you know what? I came out of watching Justice League and I felt like I had an outer body experience. I'm going to be real with you right now. From the first shot of freaking Henry screaming like a baby, waking up the whole entire galaxy to say that he's dead to those final that final cut that final scene right there of the nightmare um the nightmare suicide squad if you will 
I don't know. I was just, I was gushing from start to end. So I'm going to hand it over. I'm going to hand it over to Jacob mm-hmm. first. Jacob. Jacob, how did you feel about, number one, going into Justice League? Were you hyped? Were you interested? Was this something that you were kind of captivated with at first before you watched it? Uh, no, not at all. Um, To be honest, like, I, I, I didn't even understand the hype about the Snyder Cut. And I know we had talked about it several times and, and I know like you know, it was a huge thing on the internet, but I still didn't get it. I still didn't understand it. I totally forgotten that he was even part of the fucking film. So that's my fault and I will own that. Um, so going into it, I didn't have any expectations. I didn't see this as the Snyder Cut. I saw this as, oh, this is gonna be like some deleted scene shit or, you know, probably uh, some e- extra scenes that just never made it, you know, something along the lines of, la- of that. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, girl, I was, it, 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 and, and here's the thing, that time flew by, but it didn't. It, it, it was like the moment I pressed play, I was, I was just in this, as you said, you know, outer body experience, I was just floating in space, enjoying this ride. It, it, it was like that, that, that scene from that movie where I'm just on the fucking dragon, that fluffy, hairy dragon, just like, oh, you know. Never understood. Yeah. How dare you. How dare you. You're on a pop culture podcast. Right? <laughs> That's how hyped I am, though. That's how I have to hype. But, um, no, I was... I, I, I was left blown away and I'm ready to spend another four hours that ways to spend another four hours watching that movie again. Awesome, awesome. I'm gonna throw it to Jay Rance over here. I, I, I gotta get your opinions, man. Barry Allen going into the speed force, you know, Jake felt like he was in space, that whole galaxy scene of jumping into the speed force, having an outer body experience of himself. How did you feel going into this? Were you hyped <sighs> going into Justice League 2.0, 1.0? I wasn't really that hyped because, as you guys know, I saw the original version like an hour before, you know, the Josh Whedon, an hour before watching the Snyder Cut. So I wasn't really hyped, you know, coming into the Snyder Cut. So I was like, let me see what the big deal is. I remember you telling me, don't watch it. Just jump into the Snyder Cut because that you don't want CGI, little chin hairs popping out and stuff like that. So I was like, nah, but I have to watch it to see what is the difference and why people bash it so much. So um, I wasn't hyped. But boy, like Jake said, and like you said, it really... And it was so good that I saw it like an hour before into the Snyder Cut because you really see the discrepancy from the the, the Josh one uh, to the Snyder Cut. And I was like, wow, it, 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 it's crazy. And then seeing the Barry Allen, you know me, when, when he was just like, I, I got to go faster than speed itself and light speed and just reversing time. And so I was like, oh, my God, this is fucking epic, bro. <laughs> like, I was just so excited Every, everything from beginning to end i mean i did take a little longer because you know remember like oh yeah that was out, so i had to lapse it out during the day but um yeah man it was it was a fucking experience i apologize for no 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 because you're right i, I totally <laughs> forgot i had that, that did that too um i had put it on you know while i was working so i just kind of let it play in the background uh the original the original and mm-hmm. um i I just remember, like, I, I pretty much tuned out, like, 90% of that movie <laughs> because I totally remembered, like, how just uninterested 
I, I was in it and um the little bit that I did watch I was like man like this is such a mess like mm-hmm. oh I thought I was gonna be <laughs> jumping right back into it except with like an extra two hours of just deleted scenes I was like so y'all gonna make my day worse is that how this is gonna go um but as yeah go ahead Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, the Josh Whedon version is definitely the B2K out of the movie scene, <laughs> but the Snyder Cut right there, that is the boys to men. Okay, that is an instant manly classic right there, and I, I don't know where to start, where, where to end, where to begin, but you know what? Let's just start off with the, 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 the differences. You know what? It's a great, it, it's great that um, Jay saw the original version before he saw the Snyder Cut, so your thoughts on the original version like just as a whole from start to finish like what were your thoughts (sighs) um hbo max would just take it down it's terrible (laughs) because everything that (laughs) snyder does and i I think i was reading an article that he didn't even watch the josh whedon version until his was out and done and everything so like but it first of all it's an easier movie to get into it's captivating from the jump like you said where you see uh kal-el screaming just waking up the mother boxes and everything and stuff like that as opposed to you know how the josh whedon version did it i gotta stop dropping his name i feel like i'm just announcing him every time but like um the original version it, it i don't know it was just so meticulous and first of all the biggest thing for me why it was so easy to get into it was your boy uh <laughs> steppenwolf like i could not stand the original okay. steppenwolf so once i saw the, the the path that snyder went just making him look more mean or making him look uh aggressive giving him a, a reason you know this guy was like a 50 50k world debt so it's a dark side so he was giving him a purpose and it, it was just so impactful. I was like, okay, this is a bad guy that I could get behind. I even felt bad when they chopped his head off. Um, and you didn't get that little crying, mother, she's calling to me, mother, I hear you. So that immediately just wrapped me up. And then, you know, the Flash, uh, I felt like the Flash was just kind of out of place in the first one. Here it was just so organic, so natural. And, you know, I love the Flash. So that's another thing that made it so easy for me. And every, uh, every moment i did like the part one part two part three everything felt impactful in each part so you know but the, the for me that that's what it is that it was really the step of wolf bro because i couldn't get into the step of wolf and everything else no yeah uh, i totally agree with you right there too stephen wolf is such a badass in this movie it makes sense it, it kind of felt like which is crazy because we didn't is a comic book nerd himself and you would have thought that he would have i don't know just was more in tune with what was happening with the mother boxes or dark side or whatnot mm-hmm. um so i don't know where the direction was with stefan will call into the mother boxes as like a mother figure or whatnot I, I just didn't get that but um i will say like superior parts of of, of the standard cut compared to the original um that last half an hour makes so much of a difference and gives everyone a prime scene to really um to really sink your teeth into like the original you know me you know me and jake were laughing our asses off because of the fact that they took away that useless useless eastern family part which made no sense whatsoever (laughs) it 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 honestly felt 
and if you know what if you know what we're talking about then you know but like it, it honestly just felt like something that was written last minute to throw in like oh let's throw in like a feel-good moment you know to give um barry allen to give the flash something to do you know let's let, let's give that hero that actual you know let's there's no, there's really been no people in here so let's throw some people in here to be saved literally like a last minute thing and um it was just unnecessary it was just completely unnecessary so bugs yeah (laughs) (laughs) the thing is everything that was in this in the Zack snyder cut that wasn't in the whedon um, version or something that was just completely rewritten it was so phenomenal that it stood out immediately like it was just superior and the fact that you almost forget what happened in the other movie because it's like like not because it all comes together um I, I, go ahead go ahead I, I will say this though there's probably two scenes that i may have missed from the original and they're so small and minuscule but they mean something to me like i'm a big fan where where superman shows that that all-american heroic side sometimes and I thought it very genuine, or not genuine, but it was a haha moment. It definitely was, you know, Barry Allen saving the, you know, this family right then and there. But you have Superman. He looks over the shoulder. Superman's like flying so majestically <laughs> in the building, just like, like I could outdo you just like this. And I thought that was kind of cute. That was that was fun. And then of course the the race that they were supposed to have as well that to Flash and Superman to see who was the fastest. I felt like that. I, I, I do love that because that's straight out of the comic books as well too so I'll take that from the original version if, that, if I would have had that in this version it would have been super super like like a 10.5 off the Richter scale right there but it's okay though it's it's fine it, it doesn't make sense for the movie so that's why a Snyder Cut yeah. works I remember opinion. go ahead Oh, no, good. Uh, okay. <laughs> the, the, the one thing I do, uh, I kind of want to p- piggyback off you um, with, with, with Stefan Wolf because, um, and I remember for, if I had texted to you, but uh, or if y'all remember when I had texted to y'all, um, when he's having, I, I don't know if it was the first or second uh, meeting with, uh, with, with Darkseid, um, and that's when you're getting his backstory and, you know, his purpose for doing what he's doing. And the look on his face, which uh, I think you shared it, Frank, that got replaced with uh, the fucking child. <laughs> oh, the, 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 <laughs> with, 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 the, with the fucking eyes, you know. <laughs> um, but the thing is, it's like seeing that emotion, like it, it, it made me sympathize with him for that moment. You know what I mean? Because you felt his purpose and you almost kind of felt his pain because what he did make sense like he's trying to redeem himself he wants to go home like he doesn't want to fucking be there when you're thinking about like god damn like here's one planet got forty nine thousand more to go you know or however fucking many that he had like it's it's, it's insane right so you kind of feel bad for him and and like i said that even though it was like cgi just that emotion that they were able to portray in that like it felt human and it felt like fucking real and graspable you know i love that Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I gotta agree with that. That's one thing that immediately I was like, "All right, bro, this dude has purpose." He was even mean to his own bugs when he was telling him, "Go get the mother box." He would grab him by the scruff of that neck, go get it. Like, so he was vicious. I enjoyed that. Um, 
one one thing that I did miss, I know I'm cheesy like that because I love my stupid cheesy humor. I missed the Aquaman sitting on the lasso of truth. I I, I really did enjoy that part <laughs> from the first one. I can live without that. <laughs> I enjoyed that because bro, how he looked at you know Wonder Woman like, mm, look at you, you know, you're hot, and, and just sharing in, in that moment, I did enjoy that because I do like cheesy humor. But um, the, like the last half an hour, I did want to, I did enjoy that because in the original version. I had to rewind it where Wonder Woman, you know, when they when they when they start saving Batman and helping Batman coming together as a team, you really don't see it as you do in the Snyder cut. You know, you get the little part where Alfred was like, "Oh no, this is a team, sir." Things like that, and you really didn't see that until you saw the Snyder cut because I had to go back and I'm like, "Oh wait, was that Flash just running in the original cut?" So here you see, you know, everybody has an epic moment with this dude riding the the car, the Batmobile, and Batman having his moments battling, you saw the unisons just coming together. And, and that, I really did appreciate that. And just the battle outside, it made it freaking epic with, you know, and taking away the Russian family. So that yes. was pretty cool. I thought yes. that didn't happen though. Yes, C- completely. And I absolutely love that. And honestly, that's what I took away comparing it to. Uh, I, I really don't like to compare. And I, I'm going to always be the person to say, don't compare, you know, MCU and, um, and, and, it, whatever dc uh yeah (laughs) Um, no because they're they're just two separate entities you know they they have their things on their own but what i loved is all the unison that you got from the justice league in the snyder cut which i really didn't see a lot of um i mean even in even in the avengers you know the affinity war movie and um um uh, uh uh the last one um shit Endgame, Endgame, right? It's like one thing, it, it always focuses on just like a, a small collection of characters or even just like single ones in their moments as they're doing what they're doing. But like the unison of like coming together when they did, as they did throughout um, Justice League just stood out to me so much. I, and, and I don't know exactly why or what it is. Maybe it was the music. Maybe it was just like the, the right timing for it and just the way it was executed was just like beautiful and it was almost kind of like watching the cartoon way back on uh, 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 Cartoon Network back in you know the 2000s it gave me that kind of feeling that's why I love the Justice League mm-hmm. let's go ahead and talk about the two breakout characters of this movie um, definitely they were cut short from the original version but let's talk about Cyborg and Barry Allen Flash right here because yeah we we did see glimpses of hope we, in the original cut but with the Snyder cut you know you really get to see Barry Allen's personality and deep dive into his motivations and why he has so much self doubt and then of course like the star of the show you know with Ray Fisher with Cyborg you know um the the depression that he's going through the downward spiral the the lack of empathy you know almost like the machine is taking over who he is and I like that duality because you got to see exactly the death of this character the death of this actor how much he can he can play someone that's stone cold and calculated you know cold as a machine but also has a heartbeat as well too Every time he talked, every time he he went inside his own mainframe and narrated his own story in a way, I felt the humanity inside him still trying to break out. And then you felt the coldness when he shrugged everybody <clears throat> else away too. I love these two characters. Jake. Who wants to take a crack at that? Oh, uh, Jake. No, you no, go for take it. it. 
Oh, um, it really was a cyborg story at the end of the day, if you look at it, and I can understand why he was pissed the hell off from the original movie, because um, it was a cyborg story. If you look at the Snyder Cut, that's what it really is. Like, Wonder Woman 88 was a Diana story. So um, I, I did like that, because kind of like you said, you see him battling... The, the machine is taking over. He has all this knowledge, the downward spiral that he's been in, um, that he was going through. You know, th- these are uh, subject matters that touch and stick out to, you know, a lot of people and stuff like that. Because we all been on a downward spiral and stuff like that. But you see the humanity come through. You see him trying to just, uh, when was it? Like the, the little redemption, like when he met Diane, she was like, I see you, you're working to get back to humanity and stuff like that, get to your human side. So I thought that was pretty epic, the, the empathetic side when he uh, raised um, the, uh, I don't remember her name, but the lady's bank account that he was like, all right, when he was listening to the tape of his father's like, you have everything right. at your fingertip, but it's just what you do with it. You know, kind of yeah. like um, the Avengers video game is uh, good is not a thing that you are, it's a good thing, good is a thing that you do. So that was pretty cool. Um, and the Barry Allen, like you said, the the fact that his father was locked up, the fact that he, you can definitely see there's going to be flashpoints that he's going to go back in time to just you know justify uh, that his father was wrongfully indicted and things like that. So th- those caveats were pretty cool to, to me, like you said. Oh yeah. Um, so I started with uh, um, Barry Allen, you know, and his thing. Um, what I liked was. His cheesiness in the Snyder Cut was more tolerable because, again, we got to spend more time with him and um, it didn't feel as forced um, and it didn't feel like he was being used solely as comedic relief as as I felt like he was with the um, original cut. Um, so it's definitely a very different atmosphere with him and a very different, um, very different vibe. Um, <clears throat> I, I wish... I could have seen more of just his powers and you know more of him um just more of him fighting it's the one thing that i that that did kind of just uh, i guess if it's one gripe i have about the movie it's just like how many slow motion scenes there were in here there was just like a shit ton of, of slow motion and uh every, and i get why but i felt like anytime we were focusing on you know uh, uh the flash it was always slowed down for us to see him moving like why is that because of technology purposes uh, or what I think that's an aesthetic change that that Snyder does for his for his movies. If you look at all Snyder's movies, they all Three Hundred, Watchmen, Sucker Punch. I could go on. They all have that slow mo kind of feel. But in particular with the Flash, I think we've seen so many times um, in different iterations of speedsters. When you look at the Flash on the in the um, the TV show on CW, or you look at Quicksilver in all his variations as well. Too, everyone has their own way of kind of uh, making their own speedster for, for a live audience or for an audience to see. So I think with Snyder, you have to look at it from a scientific point of view. It's not just speed that he's tapping into. He's so fast that everything from a luckier level is just slowing down. And that's where his power comes from. It's not that he's just super fast. It's that he is... He is accelerating so fast that whatever he touches is basically like super strength. That's why he's so great. That's why that last scene right there where he is just basically um, um, running through time um, and tapping into the speed force is such a perfect 
um, I, I guess, a, a perfect comic book comparison to who Barry Allen is. He's very selfless, but also selfish at the same time. Um, and you have to look at it on that side. So you have to com- combine Snyder's vision of what he does in his movies with Barry Allen's power set as well, too. Because mm-hmm. I think we could see that from the TV show. We could see just a guy running with lightning balls like and then at, at a point you're like man like True. Superman go really fast right mm-hmm. like it, it comes to a point like Aquaman can swim really fast so everybody is like a speedster in their own right so what makes Barry Allen so special and I think they okay. I'll give you that so well but it could have been done in, in, in more special moments than all the fucking time and and then I would have been okay if it, if it would have given me a better balance that would have been great like especially with the fight against Superman I would have loved to see more of his I mean like that first part the, the first thing you know um, when you're seeing fucking Superman's eyes just like slowly turn to him yeah was like the greatest fucking <laughs> thing ever right because his Barry Allen's face after that um was 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 just like the great like that was just pure acting and I love it my, my well. My, I'll say oh no I I, I don't know if it was just me but I apologize for putting you off Jake and um I don't know if it was just me but one thing I also did appreciate from the Snyder Cut uh every time Flash ran he didn't look like he was just like waddling and just swaying all over the place like it looked a little bit more uniform is it just me wanting to just notice that or did he look a little bit more uniform in the run so he did, yes. I, I will say this just for Jake and, and for yours as well too. Like I, I'm pretty sure, you know, Jay, you you because you, mm-hmm. you love the Flash, you mm-hmm. love Barry Allen. He's one of your favorite characters. This is pretty much like year one Barry Allen. Like when you look at his suit, his suit, like you have to really analyze the suit. And I saw this from the original cut as well too. Yeah, his suit is makeshift. Like there's mm-hmm. still like wire holding yeah. it all together. Like, like he's very much this little man cave that he has with all the computers and all dingy and stuff like that. He's very much doing year one things right now. So whatever he's doing, whether he's trying to do his power set or lack of, you know, he's already. But here's the thing, too. Here's this is how brilliant the storytelling of Barry Allen is. He's already he already knows mm-hmm. the rules to his power set. That's why he's mm-hmm. not going full blown mm-hmm. flash. Because he already knows how dangerous the speed force is, how dangerous how dangerous it is to, to travel back in time and what can happen, which leads me yeah, to no, think no, no, I actually did get that because yeah. um, I even think he he had mentioned it because um, he was speaking really fast at one point, um, and I don't remember who he was talking to, but I remember he brought it up for a second, and and that's when he said it's like uh, I, I think he was doing like the calculations for it. Um, and that's that's when I caught that, and I was like, mm-hmm. ah, he he's he's had to have like attempted it, or you know, probably even by accident, um, which may have been most likely what had happened. Um, but yeah, no. So um, going into Cyborg story, what I loved about Cyborg story was that it had a lot more meat to it. Huh? I get it. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey. um, no, but all around because like it, like we didn't just get Cyborg, but we got um, more of uh, uh, Silas Stone, right? Um, am I saying his name right? And we even got like a little yeah. bit of um, Ryan Choi, who, uh, if I read right, is uh, Adam. He's the Adam. Yeah. Yeah. He's so, the Adam. like, I love, 
like all that that we got to it so uh, because we even had these those characters involved again that's what makes it more feel like a um, cyborg story um, and honestly I felt like I was also able to um, get to know cyborg more especially his interactions with Diana they didn't just feel like randomly thrown in there like in the original ones like uh i felt like more of a relationship building between them you know that that relationship of trust right um and i think she honestly would have been the only one to have reached him the way that she did um because of that understanding um because i I, honestly you know they're two both people in in, in a way out of this world right because now um you know cyborg's mind is literally inside this computer more than half the time right he's seeing all the shit that we can't see he's part of a of a world that that we only see from the outside so um i felt like that's why their bond was like really great and felt more special in this movie because in in a way they're not they're they're not from here in in a sense um but yeah and i love that we got to explore more of his powers and him trying to see everything that he can do from the flying to um you know hacking into a fucking atm you know just little things like that it 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 felt special um so i'm glad that we did get more of that and after seeing more of that you know without getting too involved into politics but i can understand why everything happened the way you know everything that happened how it happened and why it happened after you know the movie um totally makes sense now and and i can understand that Oh, definitely, definitely. I'm going to throw it to Jay real quick because he is like, you know, my writer die comic book collector as well, too. So, um, and a little weird, but I'm going to throw this question to you because, you know, we were right smack in the middle of the new 52 when it came out. Um, and I believe this is when Cyborg officially was like a founding member of the Justice League when that happened. So I'm going to throw it to you. Do you enjoy Cyborg as number one, a founding member or at least even part of the justice league or do you feel like he still should be with the titans or at least the team titans do you feel like there's meat on both ends or do you prefer another one one or well i mean i never i mean i i i so cyborg to a certain extent but i think he's such a big name in the dcu that he no longer deserves to be a team titan because if you look at it i feel team titans is kind of like young avengers west coast avengers you know or like you're just like the the lesser version of what the justice league is so um i think there's a lot of meat on this character for it to be and i i don't mind it for him to be in the justice league and i think he deserves his spot and he should be taken out of the the teen titans because he's just too big for it me hypothetically not hypothetically you hear me i'm talking about just like what i think and i believe in the comic lore he's too big for that how do you feel about it okay it, it's tough for me because i grew up a cyborg in the mm-hmm. teen titans and to me it's like i feel like he gets a pass because of his power set and i get it like you know he's the only one you know in the teen titans and then you want to throw it into the justice league where he's like literally like a human internet like basically he's a human web browser that's what he is uh he can hack into everything you know he's like literally big brother yeah. like he is a satellite um but it's like i don't know it kind of devalues the rest of the, the teen titans or at least the titans when they when they formally turn into the titans like you know he gets a pass but you know we 
you know me i love myself mm-hmm. dick grayson and dick grayson has been yeah. part of the justice league a couple of times but i don't see dick grayson making that jump to the justice league as a mainstay the way mm-hmm. cyborg is i don't see starfire doing that i don't see beast boy doing that or changeling because they want to use that wait that's now. what they call him now, um yeah they go back and forth with it it's kind of stupid yeah, <laughs> So, ooh, everybody's cracking at me. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. I know you're more into the cartoons. Teen Titan as a show, you know, the cartoon, heavily cyborg as a comedic relief character. Do you enjoy him more in the Justice League? Or do you like him as a comedic character well, in Teen Titan? Well, to be honest, um, taking, taking like that com- that that that. Uh, the two different written characters like out of the equation um because because his power like at some point yes i see uh i see uh, i see him going to the justice league but i i think it's important for him to be part of the teen titans and i guess that's what i love is 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 you know you can't like no matter what you can't just wake up and suddenly know how to do everything know how to use your powers right like that's the importance of the teen titans especially for them it's like you you have to crawl before you walk like no matter what your powers are um and and i think that's why it fits so well um why cyborg fits so well with the teen titans i i can see it in the justice league i can't tell you which i prefer over the other because I, 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 you know, especially sticking with the cartoons, like I, if you had, if you age him a bit, maybe I can see him in a cartoon way, you know, fitting with the just, Justice League. But again, not just because of his age, but because of, you know, the timeline. I, I cannot, unless he's been in the game for a while, I cannot see him outside of the Teen Titans. That's all I see. Yeah. You make a great. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, you make a great point, Jake, because the, the, the age part is, is really big for me. And I feel like in the movie, it works perfect because, you know, you have a, a guy who, you know, is basically in college right now. His whole world is upside down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Essentially losing all his, pa- his his family, his parents. The one person that he can relate to is not Diana. And I don't think those Diana parts, they're endearing, but I don't buy it. The parts that I buy, though, is for his relationship with Barry, because a a younger Barry works with a young cyborg, because they could they could look at each other as yeah we're we're essentially freaks with powers, but we're young dudes and we can like we can shoot the shit. Like you can't have a conversation with Cyborg and Batman. You can't have it with Superman. You could barely have it with Wonder Woman or Aquaman. But their relationship it, it works so well in the movie, whereas in the comics. I feel like they have to, like, I guess, mentally mm-hmm. age him more, even though he's semi a teenager. Mm-hmm. Like, they have to mentally age him more. Like, you need to put your big boy pants up right now because you're with the Justice League. And I just never bought that because, you know, in that in that era in the comic books, especially the New 52 when it came out, you know, Barry's already a full-blown adult. You know, Batman, you know, full-blown adult. Everybody's full-blown in there. Cyborg is still the baby fresh person that needs someone to kind of coddle him a little bit because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at the end of the day he's still a teenager go ahead Jake yep. oh yeah no oh there he is yeah, okay I, I, there you I, go I, yeah my phone's bugging out I, I don't know I just feel like after maybe seeing the Snyder cut 
seeing the growth. I mean, I I can I don't know if Jake was trying to say for the for the for the cartoon version, like you kind of just see him more as a mentor role to the Teen Titan. That's where you're trying to like get at, or just you still see him like walking before you know like yeah no more of just crawling before he walks and it's because again like he 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 hasn't just had time not just to age but to really understand his powers Mm. and you know what he needs to do with him so you take those two factors right Mm. that you know he hasn't really get and and now he doesn't even get to really experience life anymore right like his life is totally changed mm. around so he doesn't get to do enjoy his 20s like most quote unquote normal people would so he's got to learn everything from the start so yeah like, like it's 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 just in a bad position <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah I, I i get i get i get the points you guys are trying to make maybe it's just me i just have a little tunnel vision for like as much stuff that he's done in the comic book lore for me so it's kind of like mm-hmm. i feel that this dude should be in a bigger position this character and especially with the snyder cut now where a lot of people can gravitate to him and we saw the meat a on, on his character so <laughs> i feel that he deserves a spot in the justice league to me you know and kind of like you said you know he's the big brother he's kind of like a little jarvis things of that nature right compared to mcu yeah. ah okay Okay, but see, that's what, oof, that's what bothers me right there, is that you put him in the Justice League, he's already regulated to the mm. Red Tornado role or the Jarvis role, and I feel like he has much more depth. And when he was before the mm-hmm. New Fifty Two, um, and what we have right now as well too, because it's kind of like mixed together, um, you know, he had a lot of growth. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he dated, he had relationships, he he tried to figure himself out when new 52 happened it was less of a cyborg more of a robot like more of a straight up machine over man and for me i like the duality when you're looking at a cyborg character in general in any aspect you always question what's more apparent the man or the or the machine and i feel from the new 52 like the new 52 when it came out it kind of erased the history of the titans and it'll automatically put cyborg on a pedestal where like i'm a kid i had an accident i'm part of the justice league for all these adults and in this the movie it makes no. sense like i said i i have no gripes with the movie whatsoever with cyborg because like i said the barry allen relationship works because they're essentially the same age if you want to throw that in there but th- their chemistry works like he Barry takes the role of a beast boy almost (laughs) like you know of a best friend of someone who like jokes around and gets on cyborg's nerves that favorite part that you like so much when he's like ooh you know you think Wonder Woman's single Mm -hmm, you know (laughs) or likes younger men you know he makes that joke that chemistry right there works so well I don't see that when I'm reading the comics when I read the comics uh, for the new 52 I felt like it was more like he even had uh, an arc where the machine took over uh, with the grid and whatnot, so it's like it's hard for me to commit. But I feel like I'm going off topic right now, guys. I apologize. Let's um, let's go into favorite moments. Um, Jay, what were your favorite moments of the Snyder Cut? Oh, uh, favorite moments! Wow. Uh, favorite moments. Favorite moments. There are a few, of course. Barry Allen, you know, traveling through time itself, just reversing back everything. Um, 
I did enjoy the Amazon, their battle with Steppenwolf. That was brilliant. It was well elaborated. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> sexy. Um, <laughs> another favorite moment. Uh, the battle where, you know, like everybody united each race. That battle was more elaborate, even though they, they butched out Kilowog. Um, <laughs> that battle was super more elaborated. And that was uh, a great moment. I know you had the gripe where you said, I feel like they butched out Darkseid, but I think it was great for Darkseid. And he saved that the fact that, you know, the gods, the Amazons, the, the Elanians, humans, everybody had to team up to just wound this guy. Not even off him, just to wound him. So um, I think that was great. Uh, Barry Allen, once again, when he just went into the speed force and, you know, when he touched the the glass and it just didn't break immediately, just like melted to his touch and then it broke. Like it warped. Um, That was freaking awesome. Uh, The the talk that Wonder Woman and uh, Aquaman had. You know, because, you know, Atlanteans and Amazonians, they had their beef and stuff like that. So that was pretty cool, them bonding. I have a lot of favorite moments, bro. Like, I can just keep going. Um, One more before I... Uh, the, the... Do it. Do <laughs> the it. The talk where... Um, the resurrection of Superman, where, as in the original version, it was just Bruce, you know, or we got to wake him up. We got to get him. And they were, <laughs> they were just all in agreement. And... They knew what they had to do, but, you know, here comes Barry Allen. He was like, we know what we got to do, but I'm not going to say it. Who's going to say it? And then the hologram cyborg just comes up with the hologram of Superman. I thought that was pretty freaking cool. Um, And then the ending, the ending battle, like Jake said, where he enjoyed the unisons, where the portal opened up and you saw Darkseid and then you saw, uh, what's her name? I keep forgetting, Granny, Granny something. Yeah, granny goodness. Granny goodness. And And then they were just sitting there and then just kind of like Earth is always going to be the thorn in Darkseid's side. You know, like they were just standing there like such badasses. Like, nah, bro, we got some. We're the new protectors here. You're not going to get your, um, I keep forgetting the the something, the anti-life. You're not going to get the anti-life. So that was pretty majestic how they were standing there. Um, did I just say Cyborg going into the mother boxes, separating them, going into the visions and stuff? I, I don't know. That, that was a pretty mm, epic mm, moment as mm, to the original version where he just literally went into them and then you saw like little creepy old women and stuff. I don't know. I just have favorite moments. I apologize. Um, yeah. Jake, what are your favorite moments? <laughs> Ooh, I, I love the geek out moment right there, bro. That is fantastic. Um, That's why we do yeah, this. No, uh, I, I think one of my biggest favorite moments and uh, what was great was me and Frank got to uh, share that moment via text um, was the battle with the original gods. Like that was just epic beyond you know any words can describe because like you're immersed there in 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 this fantastic directing of of a scene right um where you're just like you're not even really like rooting you're just watching the battle go down right and um mm-hmm. yeah the fucking green lantern dude <laughs> that's like goddamn like how weak is this race man where they're just taking them out <laughs> fucking one by one um <laughs> listen they had they don't have the will that john stewart or hal jordan has okay that's what i got but, um, yeah okay. so you know and and it makes you like 
it, it kind of gave us the feeling to want to see like a whole chapter of that on its own like i want to see all that go down i want to see that in more detail right so just that that scene its own um i gotta give it to my man um martian manhunter like like his his scenes his appearance um was useless <laughs> you know? yes useless <laughs> Useless. <laughs> hey guys, I'm showing here. up at the end. <laughs> oh, I just want to let you know oh, I'm, I'm ready. ready I'm ready for a battle. Whatever. <laughs> go, go fuck yourself, okay, John Jones. That's his actual no, name. No, no, go I fuck know. yourself, was, John Jones. Okay. Useless, but, but seeing him there, though, like I, 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 I have to admit, I geeked out. Like, yeah, yeah, because it was it was awesome, especially because that is yeah, not too. the way I would have pictured him um, in a live action movie. So I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we will not discuss my sex. <laughs> Please do it. <laughs> that was some no. We're gonna do it right now. My man, my man comes out of nowhere. Is that steel? <laughs> that, that shit. Yeah, I was lost. All... <laughs> my heart like, melted. I'm... <laughs> oh, oh, I can't. I'm, I'm watching it and then. Oh yeah, get back to the world. The world needs you. I'm like, wait, bro. Why you looking like steel? When did steel start? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jake, Martian Manhunter showing up is the equivalent of Shaquille O'Neal turning into steel in that horrible movie as well. So, okay. Um, okay. I, but I get you, though. I like the fact that we got um, some Easter yeah, so, um, Manhunter. You know, overall, um, I, I, I did... I did enjoy Superman more in this movie because it just it, it had more emotion to it. Um, you know what I mean? And um, the overall fight too. Again, I got Justice League. I didn't get Batman, Wonder Woman. You know, uh, Flash, Aquaman, just kind of doing their own things. I didn't get that. You know, I didn't get singular heroes just kind of thrown into the mix and like, all right, go have a fight. Right? No, I got the Justice League. Um, you know in every fight scene that was there and um it was just it was just fantastic so it was just the little things the little detail um the music the 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 color didn't bother me this time i didn't care i thought it fit well hey what's going on everybody it's your boy val cisco dropping some knowledge about anchor Guys, have you ever wanted to record your own podcast? Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say, whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world with quarantine? Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast too with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like listen, this is a no-brainer. 
download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh, whatever is out there, download it. It's freaking phenomenal. and You guys won't regret it. Take care. Ciao. Um, with the overall with the overall aesthetic of the movie, so uh, it, it was a lot of the little things that made a difference. You know, um, I, I have some gripes with Superman, but I'll talk about that in a second. But as far as like favorite parts, you know, for me, it has to be the 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 original battle of the old gods versus the new gods. That was so spectacular so much better than it was brought to you in the original version the unison with the amazons the atlanteans when you saw atlan with the freaking staff just spinning in jamming into the ground doing absolutely nothing besides making force fields sure screaming raw like good for you atlan do your thing um when you saw zeus and Ares and athena Artemis just going to well. town uh Artemis on, on on the parody. He wasn't end. an old man. You know, Ares just you know hurting Darkseid as well too. And <laughs> Lupus. Yes, he wasn't an old <laughs> man. He wasn't. What's his name? <laughs> Lupus. Lupus. <laughs> Which I I, I was wondering. Died you know, right like, like, it it would have been good if you got him. It just would have. It would have been good. I would. I would have. That's what I was got, like. I was you know, like, Leonidas Zeus over here throwing lightning bolts. That was great. That ass. Hey, listen, Zack Snyder. If he wants to throw three hundred in there, he'll throw. If it was Gerard <laughs> Butler, I would have lost my shit. Oh, um, um, that was great. And just yeah, Green Lantern did get bushed out. You know, he got his hand chopped off. But I'll, I'll just say this. You know, at least it wasn't like a, a super it, known it, lantern. What are you talking about? Kilowog is super known. <laughs> okay, no. Kilowog is the second lantern that gets killed in the in, the, in a dream sequence. The first one that gets killed is someone a little different. Um, I forget his name, but at least it's not like a main lantern like like a Kilowog or like a um like an Abensor or whatnot that gets like pushed out. I would have preferred it being Abensor because then you would have kind of played into who's that mm -hmm. ring going to or whatnot. I digress. Um, that that part right there was just magical to me. I, I loved. I could take a home movie with that. Um, I'll say it right now since none of you guys mentioned it. I knew it. I knew the it nightmare coming. sequence. That's why I, it. I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> that that I I, I uh, uh, like I I, I have wet <laughs> dreams about that nightmare sequence. That <laughs> that. that you know, Bro, that, like that, just cursing up a storm oh, with the with the I'm jersey coming out of him. Like, bro, like, <laughs> 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 oh, this, this is what I need. This is Batman with a gat and goggles cursing. Yeah, all good, all perfect, right there. Death struggle with a mohawk. Amber Heard actually acting pretty well. She's she's not like clueless Mira and fucking Aquaman, and she's not fucking like. The girlfriend of Rod Express. He's at the Garage. 
For a second, did it bother anyone? I never saw Aquaman, so I didn't know if that was supposed to be there or not. (laughs) But I mean, were they? I I didn't really hear anyone else talk besides William Defoe, and I mean, he just has (laughs) him and his long locks staring at people. I don't. I really didn't have a problem with the accent because, you know, I guess it was kind of just to like separate. Usually, when you have like a majestic race of something like this, you gotta have a little accent to make them, you know, I guess feel better than you. It worked. It it did. It worked and it felt regal, right? It felt like she was like a princess or a queen. Yeah. I mean, I I really did just have a problem with her just thunder clapping up a storm the whole time like oh, oh, i'm doing this i'm doing that i'm like bro do something else. <laughs> her, her little fight with stefan wolf was incredible oh, yeah. i loved it yes, you know trying yes. to drain out the, yeah. the, the water out of the system yeah. uh, it just shows how great mara is mara is one of my favorite characters as well too yes there's a lot of drama of amber heard in hollywood i get it with the johnny depp things cancel with amber heard i i get it i totally get it but if you if you separate things i'm a guy who loves pro wrestling i love chris benoit for his body of work not for the bodies he he took with him so i could separate that and i could separate her performance in this movie from all the bullshit with johnny depp and i thought she did in this movie i thought she looked 10 times better yeah, than aquaman, she did because in aquaman she was just kind of like playing that i mean she was trying to play like that okay i'm kind of guiding you but it was kind of pointless i guess in the sense where you just saw the little romance coming through more and just like the pointless mm-hmm. blonde of course she's a redhead but the pointless blonde like eh, i'm falling for you you know so that's why she looked a little bit clueless as to here where she seemed very powerful like you know like okay i'm i'm effing mara so let's do it so <laughs> you know what though, but chill, low key though. But the Actually, yeah, I when I uh, this morning I heard Electric Avenue, so it's just it's perfect that you know we're talking about after her the garage The universe is just it's working with us today. Um <laughs> Um, yeah, but, yeah the, that nightmare sequence was just fantastic. I, I, it, it just makes me wish we had a, just a tad bit more. And I understand why we didn't, and I understand why we're not gonna have it. But oh man, just the little things, the little nuances. Like, like I said, you know, cyborg with a freaking hood on, like Flash, just trying to cover yeah, himself up. That was great. Mm-hmm. Oh, almost like a Godspeed suit. Like it looked fucking fantastic. And now you get why, you know, Batman versus Superman with that dream sequence makes sense right there. And then, ah, uh, just you know, the Superman bowing down. If you look on on any like these sites right now, they they do like a a comparison of you know that that part where they show Lois dead and Superman crying and Darkseid picking him up. That's in actually Batman's cave. They did do like a screenshot of that scene, and you see the back computer, you see Robin's suit. So wherever she's dead, she died in Batman, or at least in that Batman's vicinity. So 
that just speaks volumes for whatever they were trying to build right there. Was man as like this this antagonist, this villain later on. Like, oh, I just wish we would have had that more. Um, uh, it just gives me chills. But I digress, guys. Like that Justice League, it, the Snyder Cut, in every way, is superior to everything that Josh Whedon thought he was trying to conceive in this movie whether it was the themes whether it was the humor the emotion um, every little thing that was in this movie was vastly superior than the original and I just I'm happy that a man who 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 dealt with so much with tragedy in his life especially with his daughter um to even putting that hallelujah song in memory of her because that is her favorite song of all time. Oh, that hallelujah and song. Ending the movie like, with that me, hallelujah song. Give me heart. Oh, yeah. it's just <laughs> Yeah. That 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 rendition did. Usually I'm like mad with that song. <laughs> like it gives me Watchmen vibes. But like that rendition right there, that, that one hit me. <laughs> but I but I agree with you where like the original version just fails in comparison in every aspect to the Snyder Cut because even when I was watching the Snyder Cut there's some parts where it's kind of like okay bro what were you thinking where I I, I text you or we spoke on the phone and you know when they go back to Smallville and you see Lois in the original version you smell good this is a corpse that just woke up like what are you talking about? Like, my man smells good. And then in the Snyder version, you know, oh, you spoke. You, you get what I'm saying? Is it's some stuff like that that it's like it's just like, bro, what were you thinking? That's why I said, yes, I do like Age of Ultron, but looking at Age of Ultron now, looking at Snyder cut, bro, I'm sure Snyder could do a way better Age of Ultron. So, um, but yeah, it just is way better in every level. Oh, if it was Josh Whedon and he had Martian Manhunter, you would have made him have like a love interest mm-hmm. with, with Martha somehow. And like, oh, you're not <laughs> no, you, stay, you stay up at night. You got the, <laughs> you got the man giver now. You stay up at night. What, what real no, he, 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 he would have he would have float he would have flown over and just been like Martha. Why do you know that? Name? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that would have made my day at the end of Justice League. He just wakes Bruce up in his little fucking little cabin in the woods. Martha, what are you doing? Fever dream. Just to piss him off. Instead, my man is like, I'm here now. If you need help, what's up? Fly away, and Bruce is like, "Were you hella right this? now?" Right? He's like, "He said, he said, here's my beeper number." <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I wish he would have like we could have used you like <laughs> a couple of days ago <laughs> or something <laughs> like that, just a, a slight gripe against him. But um, he's in that show, uh, bro. Guys, that's a whole fucking tree right, right there. Do you guys have any um last? Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm. Any last uh, lasting impressions Go watch you it. want to leave before we go watch it? Like, uh, fuck the four hours. Of, fuck the yeah. thing online. Just go watch mm. it. That's all you got to do. Yeah, I, I agree with Jake. Uh, go watch it. Don't listen to what people saying online. There's always going to be people just to be different. They're always going to say something. 
Um, but definitely do <laughs> do yourselves a favor if you haven't watched it. Yeah, you know, four hours is a little tough. I won't lie, it's it's a little tough, but it won't it won't seem like it because it just keeps getting Bitch, better. Bitch, how people from the beginning? Bitch, watch shit so... on Netflix. Damn time, four hours ain't gonna be shit. Oh no, I I, I, I bro. I, I agree with you a thousand percent. We're we're in an age where people binge watch a whole season, but you know I, I'm the dude that I can give you like at least two or three episodes in, but like four hours, like that that's the only thing. But it wasn't bad though; it went by fast. I will agree to that. That four hours is a lot to give anything any kind of attention these days um especially you know as a parent and you know you're trying to do a whole bunch of things in your life to, to, to dedicate four hours and to look at something is tough but i will say you, what the fuck are you doing in covid True. like you ain't doing anything else <laughs> watch it and have a good time like this movie it's speaks it's volumes and um it's it's uh, it's it's a vision like it's not like you know this like conglomerate company that's trying to give you their vision no it's one man's vision who he was trying to put together since day one and said you know what i'm gonna complete it with my own goddamn money and show you what i thought um i think the justice league is and i thought it was just a masterpiece for itself like i i think this movie is Zack Snyder's masterpiece. And I'll say that. I have no problem saying that. He gets a lot of hate for his movies, and I appreciate and like this movie from, there was, from there start was to a, finish. There was an article right saying that the Snyder Cut is 10% slower than the original version. <laughs> so... <laughs> and I was like, what? Yeah, exactly. That's a Jake Griff right there. But... <laughs> but no, I, I, I agree. Like, this is probably a top... Top top ten movies for me and stuff like that. This this was excellent. Oof. And how do we follow that? <laughs> well, Marvel on the same week <laughs> decided to throw a little uh, a little show together yeah. since our, our one of our favorite <laughs> shows, WandaVision, has came and gone. Um, the Falcon and Winter Soldier debuted last week, and episode two will be showing up in a couple of hours from now. But um, let's talk about it, guys. You know what? I'll start off. I'm not going to do this whole comparison like, oh, Justice League did this compared to Marvel and whatnot. That's not what I'm doing right here because I thoroughly loved that first episode from start to finish. I, it, you know, I think writing the coattails, I'm not going to try to say that, but writing the coattails of what WandaVision gave to pop culture and to the universe out there for people to sink their teeth into the questions and the answers they never got. I think people um, need a palate cleansing a little bit. And I feel, this is my opinion, because I've seen so many other opinions out there. I feel like Falcon and Winter Soldier is is a palate cleanser and it's a it's totally different than what you were seeing in in wandavision but i think in the right ways it's different yet it has a soul and a heartbeat that makes sense for what they're trying to portray in, in this show um jay i'm gonna give it to you because i know one of your favorite characters of all time yeah. is your boy bucky barnes <laughs> so i need I need to hear from you. Like, how did you feel? Yes. I know you've been anticipating this, but um, like, how did you feel going in? Going into it, like you said, you know, Bucky Barnes, it's, it's, 
always enjoyable and pleasurable for me to watch <laughs> pleasurable for me to watch him on the screen as he is one of my favorite characters and you know comic wise this is a death that never really got reversed in the comics we see a lot of deaths get reversed even uh you know x-men you can say charles xavier came back young it's a death that got kind of reversed Man. but bucky's death never really <laughs> got reversed and i was always upset about that so seeing um seeing him in um uh the first captain america seeing him in winter soldiers always great for me to see him and now where we're seeing him kind of just like post you know winter soldier post brainwash we're seeing him getting back to life I mean, I just jumped into the first episode. I apologize, but it it it, it was good. It was it Go was freaking awesome. So I sank my teeth into it because I'm like, okay, this is the Bucky that I want. I want to know what happened after, what's going on, and give me this all day. Just you trying to get back to your life before everything happened. You're out here dating once again, and it, it was very refreshing for me to see this. And I was super excited, and I'm excited to see where this series goes. Um, how, how did you feel about it, Jake? Well, um. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. no, I mean, I, I, no, I, mean, I, just, I, I, I wasn't expecting, I wasn't expecting to go last. <laughs> I mean, I, I will speak you know, more. Like, <laughs> it, Frank had to—I don't want to say beg me, but he had to convince me to watch this because I, I from the beginning, I have had no interest in this show whatsoever. <laughs> like, there, I, I, Falcon's cute, you know. Um, <laughs> I mean, that in as as a physical way and just like oh he's got little wings you know <laughs> hey but he was a he was a freaking <laughs> you did not say no <laughs> listen Bro, anthony mackie like in, in the first in, in that episode your man like got took out like, like two people i'm like bro like <laughs> No, it, no, yeah. He didn't he, apprehend he, them. He killed I'm, them. You chucking people in the canyon, bro. Like, <laughs> little, little, uh, little, little buggy had like flying around with him. Like, good for him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pissing off everybody. Leave Red Wing um, No, but I, I, again, I just had no. You know, but I was also the same way with WandaVision. I had no fucking interest in it whatsoever. Um, so, my thoughts after this was, you're right, it is it is a very different tone, very different pace. Uh, honestly, I feel like it takes place, like, right after um, Endgame. And, and, and not in a bad way, either. You know what I mean? Like, it's... I, I'm interested to see, you know, what's gonna happen with these dudes. But, like, I guess my favorite thing that I got out of the first one honestly Bucky's <laughs> just mental challenge with himself like you know the night you know his nightmares that he's seeing mm-hmm. and the you know that battle that <laughs> with um the old man it's gotta it, it's just I, I I wish I would have seen Bro. but I, I get it because he's very calculated you know he's he's very stern like he doesn't show a lot of emotion but like I, I, I'm waiting for the scene where we do get that emotion out of him. Like, I'm really waiting for it. And maybe that's the whole point of it. Because even the back and forth with his um, therapist or psychiatrist was just, it was fantastic, you know, honestly. Um, because it was so cold, especially from her. Like, her demeanor, I was like, oh, she, she's just going for it. Like, she's like, no, I'm not doing the happy talk. Like, we're here for a fucking reason. And you need to tell me or I'm going to write this shit down. Um, you know, like, that was good. That was, that was really good, but um, 
I, 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 I'm just interested about what's gonna happen with the old man and his son. Like, is he gonna tell him? Like, what's he gonna do with that? Because that hit me hard. Like, yeah. he really did. Like, that was sad. Oh, yeah. Um, and and mm-hmm. go ahead. Um, just... and then with no, no, no. I, I need to know more of like what's the is it like civil rivalry that's happening there or you know like what is happening there like that didn't really catch my interest that much um and i want to but i i just i I don't know what's happening on that part of his life and and um is is it dealing with you know is it fame that's getting in the way um is he kind of like obsessed with himself and because he was obsessed with who he is now did is that why he just kind of left the family to to just you know do things on their own or what's happening I, I I think you actually just hit the the, the perfect caveat because this is legit picking up everything after Endgame because in WandaVision just really kickstart you know phase what phase four or whatever yeah phase four where you know literally <laughs> yeah Vision this was just like a few days ago where he just got bodied and everything happened in WandaVision and here we're seeing that's why i enjoyed it as well this episode because we're seeing all the the ramifications of endgame people being blipped people getting back to normal life living um where we saw him in the bank loan scene where he just got denied because you know if i'm not mistaken he got blipped right he got blipped as well yeah so yeah Yeah. he got blipped he got blipped he's coming back trying to fit back into this puzzle that you know just kept going on for five years without him so i think that's pretty freaking awesome where we're seeing this going on um and i think that's that's what's going on with him and his sister where it's kind of like you know she dealt with the effects of the blip because she said that she lost her husband and raised two kids um and we're seeing him coming back like she tells him oh you you came back yeah i appreciate you fighting the monsters and saving the world but don't come back when I dealt with all this nonsense and try to just kind of impose who you are, what you did, and what's going on. So I, I think that's pretty impactful where we're seeing them get back to their normal life. Like you said, that, that I have one of those moments where kind of like Leonardo DiCaprio, where it hit me when he was on the date. I'm like, wait, when, when he came in the most epic, majestic freaking Winter Soldier, just bodying everybody, Hail Hydra, I freaking gushed over that. <laughs> And when and it hit me, I was like, I was like, God, you bodied the Tito, like you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I apologize. <laughs> hey, we're Puerto Rican here. I apologize. You know, yeah, you know how we speak. You know how I speak. But you're good. I'm like, you're oh good. my God, this is what I love about MCU. This is what I love about this universe. This is what I love about everything that they do. Everything is just very impactful, and they don't give it to you all in one shot. And then just seeing him at the end make amends and just kind of like no, he didn't cross, he didn't it, cross out. it out yeah. he circled it if i'm not mistaken right like there's still mm-hmm. yeah he, so he still wants to redeem himself for that so it, it i'm just really really like i said i like falcon he, he was badass um but i just want to see more of bucky like <laughs> and yeah I, I, I'll, I'll tell you why though i'll, t- I'll tell you why it's not that Anthony Mackie can't didn't portray a good character. Uh, it's not that Falcon is a bad character whatsoever in the comics. It's that yeah he's been relegated to 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 like a secondary character, not even like a secondary character, almost a seamless character. Because in any of the movies, he's not really portrayed as like 
the like the greatest hero or like the hero to look up to like hell even Rhodey has better ro- moments than as war machine than than falcon and i think his part was was so mm-hmm. impactful for the for, mm-hmm. what the minute that you had him there i thought that was great i think you need more don Cheadle to kind of elevate anthony mackie in this position as falcon and i feel like we're gonna get that as well too but i think it's because of the lack of character or character death that you've seen in all these movies that Anthony Mackie has been in as a Falcon it's such a departure when you get this military Falcon man and then out of nowhere you're like oh I'm going down to the bayou I'm gonna help everybody out I'm like um alright I'm gonna get a loan for my sister and we're gonna get this boat going and I'm like uh, okay sure like I feel like there's such a character departure from the military stern man by the book i need to do what i gotta do to the family man and i think if we had like an inkling of that throughout any of the movies like i gotta get back to my sister or i gotta get back to my parents or i gotta do this i gotta do that i got business to take care of then i think it would have been a little bit more accepted but because since it's like it came out of nowhere it's a little hard to grasp at first but i don't think it's bad i just feel like we need to educate ourselves or at least we need to uh, I, I think it works out. Go for the ride. I think that's what they're trying to do with these mini series. Where if you look at the Avengers, all it really is the big three: Thor, Iron Man, Captain America. Yeah, so Cap- you know some mm-hmm. of these characters don't really get to shine. And kind of like one of the things that you said, where when WandaVision, we got to see a lot more of uh, Olsen acting. We saw more Bethany and. Yeah. It was refreshing. It was different. So I think this is kind of like their moment to shine. I enjoy. I get you. Like we didn't. We we didn't see that through the through the movies. But I enjoyed it because even in that bank scene, it's kind of like, how do you guys make a living? You get what I'm saying? You're out there saving, but how do you make a living? So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Wait, not to cut you off. Did he yeah. see like charitable donations? Yeah. Like, do they get paid by like tips? Yeah, he was like, like charitable donations tips? and you know obvious help. Like, so I, I mean, I, I think it's it's very just like straight to the point. But I think it's cool because you know, like I've always said in the past, these are larger than life characters, and you know, it's humanizing them in this in a in a certain way and especially after the blip it, it, it's pretty cool and with these series we're gonna see more of this like we're gonna see with the loki with the whole time traveling and things like that so I, i'm for it bro it very impactful i am too i i think that both uh, characters mm-hmm. had a lot to unload I, I think everybody's gonna gravitate to the bucky because the winter soldier mm-hmm. number one he had his own goddamn movie like revolve around him so and you see the cracks like throughout like three movies you've seen the cracks of his psyche break so i i love that i love the spy espionage arc that they're going on with like the little side characters um revolving around that little called the flag I, I thought that was pretty cool as nah, well that too. was a freaking epic name <laughs> yes oh my god <laughs> So great, so yeah, great. Their mask, was so great. Cult like mentality, so great as well too. Torres, um, <laughs> um, he got his ass body slammed. <laughs> Which one, Torres? Yo, Torres, Torres got wrecked. Yeah, Torres he got, got bro, wrecked. A, a, a man would have just died after that stomp. <laughs> <laughs> So, the, you know, I think that right there has, like, 
so many layers when it comes to this show right now. You get the the the, the Bucky redemption story. You get you know the Falcon like um, backstory with family, and of course you know you have this cult story ro- rolling around. Um, I'm gonna throw this at you guys. Is the meme of the new quote unquote Captain America justified with all the hate? Um, game right first now? of all, no, because for, first this is just a, a legit rant real quick for people saying that bucky does not deserve the shield educate yourself bucky did have the captain america mantle so and he had one of the most tragic deaths in fear itself um because everybody's saying no nah, it shouldn't be bucky it shouldn't be bucky mm-hmm. but yeah i got that on my system um <laughs> exactly that was a garage moment <laughs> so um as far as for the new captain america i get it because if you look at it, um, this is supposed to be the U.S. agent. U.S. agent, U.S. agent, and I mm-hmm. mean, he wasn't really the most majestic. Oh, I'm, I'm rivaling Captain America from the jump. You know, super patriot wasn't really majestic and beefy. And when he became the U.S. agent, he underwent a lot of process. What was that process? That power broker process where he became damn near indestructible. Yeah, and things like that. So, um, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, yeah, oh, okay, so you got okay, me. Yeah, you got me. Yeah, I apologize, but yeah, no, I mean, um, I, I have no problem because we're gonna see the transformation from this little puny guy to. So I, I'm all for it. I have no problem with it. Um, I think I think it's funny, and the thing is too, it's but um, you, Jake. I, I honestly don't think that a lot of people know U.S. Agent. So you can these are people that have never read the comics. These are people that are not familiar with the lore. So of course they don't see it. They don't understand it. And I'm gonna include myself in one of those because I, again, like I just saw this fucking twink walk out with a you know cosplay of of fucking uh, Captain America and I'm like what the hell just happened you know what I mean like damn I should have applied for that (laughs) Um, (laughs) but um, you know now that you know you're giving me something more then I'm like okay but again this is only episode one and we should know the MCU by now right you know everything's gonna eventually have a purpose or you know it's gonna be you know uh, a pathway to something so you gotta give it the benefit of the doubt um now the meme as a joke it's funny it is but you know i know that there are people that are using it again <laughs> to bash every decision you know writing that's being made um and and again that's more reason why i hate fan bases because they're just fucking ridiculous yeah. um but yeah no that's 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 my take on it i mean yeah, the, it, 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 this happens yeah, to same, yeah. the same people saying, oh my god, WandaVision is black and white. This is so stupid. I waited two years for this. Like, give it time. Like Jay said, it's going to develop. MCU always works it out. And then I guarantee you, people are going to be by like third, fifth episode. I want some more soldier. Like, come on, people, just relax. And like I said, bro, US agent, I'm all for it. Because remember, this is the guy that even synced with the Venom symbiote when he had like one leg and a little hook for an arm you know mm-hmm. so I, i'm all for it we're not gonna deep dive into that but like <laughs> i'm all down for us agent like you know it just it just throws another wrench in what they're going through with the captain america story and who deserves the mantle and i i think i like the fact that you know falcon didn't automatically accept 
the shield at first that 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 this shows that himself he is not ready as a character or as a hero he sees himself not ready for that and of course you have bucky going through his own problems he doesn't want the shield whatsoever he has to deal with his own dichotomy so i thought that was super interesting i I felt like i think this 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 movie i was gonna say this show it did this this episode it, it really you can see the pain that Bucky is going through. <laughs> um, you know Samuel. Um, I was gonna say Samuel Shaw from wrestling wrestling fans out there. <laughs> Horrible, my man. You can actually see the pain in his eyes and the tension. And I was getting anxiety just from the moments that he was gonna confess hey. that he was a killer. I think. Oh, I'm gonna throw that out there, man. I, 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 that's either same, last same. episode I, I, or my ooh, man dies uh, before yeah. he says the, the it. Father, I'm gonna call those two. Dies? Okay. See, but you know what? Before that happens, though, yeah, we have to know more of his. See, that's the fear that pain, no matter what. Like, why does he know them? Like, why does he know him? Right? I, I, we didn't really get much of that, right? So, like, yeah, like, like it, it, it was auto, well, like it was thrown in pretty quickly when you really think about it. It's really thrown in pretty quickly. It's like, oh, he knows this man, and um, turns out, oh, his son was killed, and no, it just turns out to be him, right? But oh, why does he know him though? Like, you know what I mean? And, and I think that will give it more. I think that will make it more impactful. <clears throat> Well, what I what I took from it in this first episode, and I think it picks up where Captain America leaves off in general, is that Cap was always friendly with the old timers because he sees himself as an old timer. You know, he looks at anybody as a World War II or a Vietnam veteran, and he sees them as his age group. So you look at Bucky. Bucky's the same way. Bucky's not hanging out with twenty year olds or thirty year olds. Bucky's hanging out with people that are. Exactly, like he's hanging out with people that are essentially around his age or maybe a little younger or whatnot, coming from Vietnam, coming from the Cold War, coming from World War II, whoever's still alive, God rest his soul. So, you know, that's his that's his demographic. And, you know, when they're having conversations about, you know, homeboy dying from this, this infiltrate and whatnot, you know, he resonates with that character. I feel like that the, the old man, my man, he's like, probably like a, a vietnam yeah vet, but he also possibly. had to resonate and that, that kind of makes sense Brendan because he's That's making what, uh, with this, his this soldier I... pass you got, okay you... okay no, yeah, no, no, that's no. true yeah, no, too. Exactly, no. yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, no. Actually, no. Their connection. So <laughs> what happened was their connection is the little black book. <laughs> oh, I, I'm not saying. I'm not saying <laughs> no, Jake. I'm just saying. Is the no, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's garage. <laughs> My heart. Uh, I might go before that old man does. <laughs> um, it, it, in a whole, though, I think it's a very, it's it's a very smart episode. I think it gives you enough to pull you in, and it get, it, it makes you feel captivated enough to, to reel you in for next episode. I think there's a lot of layers that you could deep dive into. I, for one. I'll be honest. This is the first time since WandaVision yeah. I didn't go Easter egg hunting. I could have, you know, I could have, but I didn't. I just enjoyed the show for what it was. <laughs> I, I agree with you. This is the first episode. Uh, this is the first <laughs> show that I'm not gonna Easter egg hunt. 
I'm not going to make any speculations or expectations or anything like that because the carpet will get swept from under our feet. So I'm just going to enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, the thrill ride yeah, that well. it is, the movie that it feels like it is. I want some more GSP, Louis, you know? like so. But um, I, I think it's a perfect follow-up <laughs> to WandaVision because it legit feels like, you know, like they said, WandaVision kicked off phase four. Yeah, it, it's a it's a great continuation. It shows uh, the level of what Marvel is doing right now, cinematically, and of course in TV shows as well too. Um, well, all right, if, if I have to throw this question out there, I, I, I hate to, but I'm gonna throw it as like a last bit right here. What's your expectation um, for this show? Like, what I do you want? want this show? I'm gonna throw it to Jake first. I want closure with these people, and 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 honestly, like, I I want. It's weird, but that's that's really what I want. Like, I want closure with 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 them, and I want them to find their place, and know that you know they have meaning more than you know the typical uh, avengers characters that we get um i think that it i think that's ultimately what the show may be trying to do um but again we don't know and we'll never know until the very last episode um at the end um i expect something that's going to give us a taste of what's to come you know, um, in, in, in the next phase or what have you. But ultimately what I want out of this, and, and, and it might just be what it is, is just, you know, character development of these two, you know, storylines and, you know, what more that you can do with him. And, I, and that's what I want. I want closure with them, especially with Bucky. Like, God damn, that must be, that's tearing me up, bro. Um, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, bro, now about that he you, says Jake? the Bucky the closure that that line was freaking impactful. Where he said that he just had a little bit of peace in Wakanda. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> so, um, but I, 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 I agree with Jake. I think it's time. Maybe this is just me just being too, um, too hopeful, and it's very tough to do. But with what we're getting with these Disney Plus series, I think. Um, it's kind of like Jake said, we need closures from these characters. Oh, there goes my Siri. Wow, now. Um, I think it's time that we <laughs> we need closures from these characters. I think they should do that with these Disney Plus series. Um, give us a little bit of closure. Let's move on. We have the Kate Bishop series coming up. We got the Miss Marvel series coming up. We have Ironheart coming up. We did get Enter the Spider-Verse. I know it's not really you know mcu and stuff like that but there's ways to incorporate young avengers let's let just let's just pass the mantle we spoke about teen titans and stuff like that let's just start passing the mantle slowly and gradually to these new avengers and as much as we love an iron man and captain and all all that good stuff i think it's time you know to just freshen it up a little bit so i want to see a little bit of closure and just get into that next phase of the young avengers look really that's what i'm looking forward to Okay. Oof. Um, oof. I don't know if I if I want to disagree with you, Jay, or or agree with you. I'll say that I agree that I do want for both your for both your aspects. I agree on closure. I want closure from the old guard passing to the new guard. I agree with that. But 
something just makes me feel uneasy and not that I don't want it like I do want a Young Avengers mm-hmm. or the Champions as they like to call them themselves now in the comic books like I do want like a Kamala Khan and uh, Miles Morales and you know a Young Nova whatnot. but like mm-hmm. I don't want them as my Avengers just yet and maybe that's a little selfish right now and not to say that I want like my Tony Starks or I want you know my my Steve Rogers or whatnot or Thor um, what I wanted was the mantle kind of taken mm-hmm. and maybe the new Avengers like like in the comics the Avengers assemble that's where we are right now where yeah. there are no heroes they announced then that press conference toward the end you know that the world's in need of heroes and that hit me really hard. I was like, huh, there are no heroes right now. And there are people that need to step up. And I feel like you have a cast ready. I'm not ready to see Kamala Khan as an adventure. I'm, I'm all for her story to start. Same with Miles. Same with, um, um, with um, America. Uh, Martinez. Um, I love it. Chavez, excuse me. Look at me. I'm racist. I'm Puerto Rican. Uh, can't even do my own fucking um, <laughs> nationality. He's an alien. Um, you know, so, so many young Avengers or champions that you could pick from. I, I get it. But I still want them in their quote unquote to borrow Teen Titans from DC, their Teen Titans phase. I want them to level up eventually. Yes. But I do something to screams at me we have the rights to people like jessica jones we have the rights now to luke cage and essentially when it happened with house of m and after oh well right before house of m or around that time you had avengers disassembled so you had your tony starks your steve rogers your bruce banners taking the sideline and you had people like Luke Cage step up as an Avengers leader, Jessica Jones, you know, Doctor Strange, you know, Rhodey as well too, Falcon, making their own Avenger team. And I feel like we would be robbed if we didn't get that at least once before we switched to, yay, we're kids. And now we're kids with more responsibility. I feel like that's leading to not dangerous territory, a territory that I don't I don't think we need just yet. I think that's a slow burn. No, so eventually I, I, okay, like I got you. Yeah, we but, finally I mean got just it. realistically speaking, like who would be kind of into like the West Coast Avengers? You know what I'm saying? Like because you got some characters in the West Coast Avengers that yeah. you know some people are still not introduced to. Like you got Moon Knight. You got um uh I mean you can do yeah. the Wasp, you can do Scarlet Witch, you can do the Vision. Granted, maybe this is going to come out of it, but, you know, some characters people yeah. are not kind of hip to. And I get you. I get you. Yeah. It's definitely very ballsy. That's why I said in the beginning, maybe this is just me being hopeful. But I think I just, you know, I'm I'm just gravitated to these characters. You know, we love Squirrel Girl. So, I mean, like, hell, I, I want to see a Squirrel Girl on the silver screen already. So, but maybe mm-hmm. it's just me. But, but I get you, though. I see the point that you're making. I only say that mm-hmm. because I feel like once we get there, we're not looking back because now we have these mm-hmm. child actors that we're going to grow with on the screen. And it's going to be a long time before they're mm-hmm. like, you know, they're they're fully developed and we take the next one. Like, you know, um, they're fully developed as far as their full-fledged hero form is. 
So in the meantime, while we're developing those characters, and and like I said, like this is me wishful thinking because we haven't developed a Luke Cage besides the TV show, but that's not connected to the Marvel universe. You know, we you know there are characters like Iron Fist that you could do right, Luke Cage, Daredevil, and whatnot. Even though I don't see Daredevil as an Avenger, even though he is, I don't. Um, you have these characters that are right for the picking, Moon Knight and whatnot, but you're not you're not going full force with them and i feel like they should have let let the groundwork just a tad bit or maybe introduce them mm-hmm. in a way where where you could see it coming a mile away and i feel like there's no trajectory for those characters <laughs> we're going straight to kids through the world no and then i don't know I guess maybe like, i just have I a little just, problem with that. just a little a little hopeful but from what we saw with wandavision you know vision coming back um scarlet witch uh Multiverse of mm-hmm. Photon. Um, US Photon. Agent. US Agent was a West Coast member as well. So maybe these are all little caveats. It's true. Like you said. It's true. It's too soon to get to the Young Avengers, but we're laying these little breadcrumbs to get West Coast Avengers. So it, I don't know. But maybe it's just me getting ahead of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Jake's like, Garage. Garage. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, let's, let's um, last minute thoughts on talking with the soldiers. It keeps me curious. I'm not, I'm not surprised at his answers because I asked him, I was like, yeah, you're gonna watch Winter and uh, talking with the soldiers. Yeah, I'm probably not gonna do it. <laughs> like... <laughs> I appreciate you for doing that first episode, Jake. If you don't pick it back up, again, I you appreciate you for my curiosity. Out. That's all you gotta do. It, it already curiosity. drew him in. <laughs> yeah, it already, it already drew him in with the therapy scene, bro. I'm telling you, it already kind of drew him in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's it for those two right here. Um, a little for next week, a little update for next week. Jay, we wish that you were in the Arizona area wholeheartedly because if you were, you would possibly join me and Jake in our adventure to the movie theater as we yeah, deep dive, yeah, yeah, dodge into the world <laughs> f you guys I'm yes out. we are <laughs> in, in every right way <laughs> and I, I, I um you know look my god you know jake was my buddy for godzilla king of monsters <laughs> and i almost saw him break down with mothra so i can <laughs> i can imagine the emotions that's going to happen in this movie Will it be a success? Will it be an utter letdown? We will see next week, and we'll definitely give you our thoughts and opinions on that. And hell, mm. we're definitely mm-hmm. probably going to watch it more than once, so we'll probably throw that watch party on oh, like we did with Justice League yeah, just to bring yeah, Jay into the picture yeah, as well, too. <laughs> oh, bro, I'm ecstatic. <laughs> I, I, I refuse to watch any more trailers. Bro, are you excited, Jake? I thought the one, and that's it. Like, I, I'm not reading anything about it. Like, I'm, I'm ready to see it. I'm going to see it. I'm yeah, same here. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll probably be drunk too. It's not a Hellboy situation. We're gonna actually yes. go into this and enjoy. I'm gonna pull together drunk for this. Even though we I'm had, sure, like, we had the, fun. The, the we had a lot like, of goddamn fun with Hellboy. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
Um, the more the more human parts of this movie we're gonna probably have like meh but you know give us like monsters smashing each other all day I think we're gonna be okay um alright credential time <laughs> um you know I'm gonna go with Jay first because whenever I mention this to Jake he gives like five seconds of bullshit so <laughs> five seconds of bullshit so I'm not the one getting disrespected now for my blandness <laughs> <laughs> He's like, find me here. Nah. Uh, I'm done. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, where do I start? Uh, yeah. My Instagram and my Twitter. If you guys want to hit me up directly, hit me up at SunEaterUA. That's my Instagram and my Twitter. Um, if you guys like the fun that we're having here and the craziness and the madness that we're doing here, hit us up on Elite Wrestling Audio, where Val and I, and we're going to get Jake on that, because Jake is getting back into wrestling. <laughs> Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Bro, Jake is going to jump down garage at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. We're going to get them on there. Um, but yeah, Lead Wrestling Audio, where we talk about wrestling. And that podcast is everywhere. That has an Instagram, a Facebook, and a Twitter as well. Lead Wrestling Audios, check that out. If you guys love MMA, UFC 260 is coming up this Saturday. Um, hit up I, I, the I, I, Chronicles. I'm sorry. I, got, I, I just saw the more. Yeah, no, because that I'm was the best. Right I, I was like, wait, what's going on? The Kimura Chronicles, yeah, that has a Facebook, Instagram, and a Twitter, and that podcast is everywhere. And we talk about MMA news, actions, reactions, and everything. So it is up there. Video games, if you guys love video games, like we talk about video games here, we also do video games on Lag Switch, and that's on Instagram, and that podcast is on Spotify and Apple. Um, yeah. Those are my credentials. I don't have any right now because (laughs) I'm a work in progress. You know, I'm I'm under renovation. (laughs) I love it. Eventually, I'll be back. And that's all that matters. Aren't we all, Jake? But for the meantime, (laughs) you will find me (laughs) on these lovely gents um, hijacking their um, podcast for my own (laughs) until I... No, but yeah, if, if you really want to find me, you can always find me um, on the Pop Coach Fanatics uh, Facebook page. Or you'll, you know, you can find me here, um, give my two cents as it is, um, you know, on, on PCF, um, Lag Switch Gaming, and maybe even one day, um, you know, we'll be talking about some wrestling. <laughs> No, we doing that. See, you see how I get treated as the one gay. <laughs> you coming um, on this we're fucking about tidy whiteies and men. Suddenly, everything's other. all about this. Equip me. Equip me, I said with his wings. You were the one talking about <laughs> how cute. Like, oh, you a, were talking with, how you know, cute Anthony Mackie was. You, right? Oh, look at Falcon. <laughs> like a fucking, it's a it's a human kite. That's essentially what he is. He's this a fucking human no kite, Kawhi. man. <laughs> um, but anyway. So that's where you can find me. I'm waiting for uh, our next week where we can talk about Granny Goodness because I'm totally... I've been looking at Granny Goodness this last half of this podcast, bro. Yo, bro. Granny... Granny Goodness? She was in Smallville. You leave Granny Goodness alone. (laughs) You leave that...
granny goodness is gonna bring the hoppies, okay? And the hoppies are gonna come fucking whip past the Wonder Woman, you know, uh, Big Bartha. Um, Big it's gonna be my That's new one. That I know the most. But anyway, that is all for me. What, granny, granny goodness? Granny goodness, bro. Like, I don't, I don't like that one. I like, no, no. I, I, what are you I, talking I about? That's the great goodness I love. No, no, no. She butch, she, she chubby nah. butch. Nah, look bro. her up look, in the Superman here, animated at, show. She chubby she butch all day. That's who she looked like, bro. She, she got looked the like Ursula voice too, which is even better. <laughs> Don't forget body language. <laughs> Guys, if you go on to Reese Pop Culture <laughs> Fanatics, it's everywhere from Instagram at PCF Podcast, Twitter at PCF Podcast, um, um, Facebook bro, at Pop Culture Fanatics. I, I, if you want to find I, Granny Goodness, they got please. the chicks from Misery casted as Granny Goodness. <laughs> That's how you do it. That's how you do it. What's her name? Kathy Bates? That's a that, bro. The fact that we didn't get Kathy Bates as Granny Goodness is a crime. Okay. All right. The devil. Perfect. But yes, um, everywhere. Jake's on it. You know, Jay's on it. Um, Apple, Spotify, everywhere the podcasts are known. Pod beam, flick the beam. It's all out there. Um, me, myself, Lucha Val Cisco on Instagram and on Twitter. Guys, it's been a, a pleasure. Yeah, it's been epic, brother. <laughs> like... We all got a granny goodness in ourselves. <laughs> He's looking at the mirror and said, I feel like granny goodness. Fucking lipstick on him, rubbing lipstick on my face. Just singing Coella DeVille looking at himself. Calm down. It puts the lotion on its skin. 